I want to ask you to turn with me in your Bible. We're going to look at Daniel chapter 10 today. Daniel chapter 10. We're going to read from verse 1 of Daniel chapter 10. And this is what it says. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a revelation was given to Daniel. Its message was true and it concerned a great war. The understanding of the message came to him in a vision. At that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips, and I used no lotions at all until the three weeks were over. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, the Tigris, I looked up, and there before me was a man dressed in linen with a belt of fine gold from upas around his waist. His body was like topaz, his face like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and his voice like the sound of a multitude. I, Daniel, was the only one who saw the vision. Those who were with me did not see it, but such terror overwhelmed them that they fled and hid themselves. So I was left alone, gazing at this great vision. I had no strength left. My face turned deathly pale, and I was helpless. Then I heard him speaking, and as I listened to him, I fell into a deep sleep, my face to the ground. A hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the words I am about to speak to you and stand up, for I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard and I have come to respond to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future for the vision concerns a time yet to come. As I have been reflecting over the last few days and we've been talking about our prayers and making our prayers are more effective, the Lord spoke to me concerning reasons why sometimes our prayers are not answered immediately. There are a variety of reasons uh, which explains why our prayers are not answered. In this particular uh, story, we see that Daniel, he had mourned, he fasted, and he had prayed for his nation for three weeks, but it appeared as if God was not listening to him. And then on the 22nd day, an angel appeared to Daniel and explained to him that God had sent the answer right away. But he was delayed because there was a spiritual battle going on. I want to let you know today that when you pray fervently before the Lord, when you seek Him, when you, when you are certain that certain things are in motion for you, it doesn't always mean that the answer will appear immediately. Because you see, we are waging a spiritual battle. There are those who would prefer uh, for you not to see the answer to your prayers. In fact, there are those who, uh, who might pray against you rather than praying for you. And in the case of Daniel, the scripture tells us that there was this, this angel that had been fighting. It was a, it was a, a spiritual warfare that was going on. In fact, 
he, he, he was the prince of Persia, the kingdom says. The prince of Persia resisted him for 21 days. And then the angel Michael had to come and fight on his behalf so that his prayer could be delivered to him. The answer to your prayer may not come immediately. However, like Daniel, we need to be able to persevere. We need to be able to believe that God's answer is on the way. Go ahead and say to yourself today, God's answer is on the way for me. Yeah, his answer, I'm going to wait because his answer is on the way. And so to wait doesn't mean that we should be worrying, we should be fretting, we should be taking control, we should be making demands. That's not what waiting is. Waiting also does not mean that we should be inactive, that we should do absolutely nothing. Rather, here is what waiting is. Waiting is an effort to stay focused on God through prayer and belief. So what you're going to do as you wait on the Lord is that you're going to remain laser-focused on Him. You're going to continue to pray, and you're going to continue to believe. To wait is to be still before the Lord. The Scripture says that we should wait patiently for Him. Of course, waiting is often easier said than done, right? It's kind of hard to wait for uh, an answer when you feel like you need the response right away, immediately. But God admonishes us, He encourages us to wait on Him. In this society in which we live, we, we live in an, what I call an instant society. I must have it right now, at this very moment. I have no time to wait. In fact, oftentimes when I visit the little tiny island of Dominica, which I try to visit on a frequent basis, uh, I, I say to myself, you know, uh, most Americans should probably come and, and, and uh, just experience what it means to not be in a rush in a hurry every second of your life. Because when you go to uh, such places like the, the islands, you'll find that the atmosphere is, is so much more relaxed than it is here in the United States. We have been taught that we need instant gratification. I got to have it now. God, I can't wait. Where are you? In fact, I'm going to get angry if I can't get it right now. God instructed the promised land settlers to stop their work three times a year and gather for worship. What does that mean when you stop work and you just gather before him to worship him? It means that you wait, you're waiting on him. That's what worship is. Not asking for Demanding for things immediately. We gotta wait. We gotta wait on Him. We, we have to learn how to come before Him. And, and oftentimes waiting on Him means that there are certain things in our own lives that we have to clean up first in order for us to experience that blessing. Some of us, uh, walk in unforgiveness. You know, and, and we want that instant gratification. God says in order for you to receive, 
you don't want to be hindering your own blessings as well. You got to be able to forgive. In order to receive, you must forgive. Imagine asking somebody to do something for you, a favor. You don't deserve it, but that po- you got to ask that person for a favor. But that very instant somebody else asks you for a favor, you say no. So that's what we do with God sometimes, is that we come before him. We're undeserving of that which we are asking for, but we ask for it anyway. We expect him to favor us, but yet we are not able to uh, look beyond the faults of others to forgive them as well and to move on. Right there, that's a blockade. It's causing you to wait. Sometimes it's not just the spiritual uh, warfare that you're facing. Sometimes we get in our own way as far as answering our prayers are concerned. And so we want to make sure that we get out of our way. We want to make sure that our prayers are not blocked because of sin. And, and, that, it, uh, and that our prayers are not blocked because of, of the obstacles that we have placed in our spiritual lives. And so it's important for us to, as we come before the Lord, as we ask um, that we wait on Him, we wait on Him to deliver for us. But there are certain things also that we must do in our own lives in order to avoid hindering our prayers. The scripture requires that we live holy lives. I know that these days you don't hear that a lot. Uh, You hear more of, of you know, just ask God for things and He'll give it to you. No consequence whatsoever, no prerequisites whatsoever. You just ask. God requires us to live lives that are holy. And in other words, we want to separate ourselves from sin. We don't want to be doing exactly what the world does and expect a different result. Somebody once said that that's what insanity is that you keep doing the same thing over and over again, and you expect a different result. If we're doing what the world does, we're going to receive what the world receives. If we want God to work extraordinarily in our lives, if we want to experience the bounty of His promises in our lives, we're going to live above the, the, the world, above the faith. The Scripture tells us that be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so therefore we ought to choose to live lives holy and acceptable before Him. We can't go messing up, deliberately choosing to mess up, and then ask God for things all exactly at the same time. And so God says that, yes, there will be times when you might fall, but don't let it be deliberate. Don't make a deliberate effort for you to fall because then you're putting yourself in your own way of receiving the answers to your prayers, of receiving your blessings. And so today we are to be praying for, uh, for wisdom to recognize and to separate ourselves from sin. That will help us to receive the answers to our prayers. Somebody ought to be praying with me today. Lord, grant unto me the wisdom to recognize and to separate myself from sin. You want the answers to your prayers? You're waiting on the Lord? 
There are certain things that have to be done correctly in order for God to bring forth that which you are praying for today. And then we also ought to be praying and asking God to give us the strength to overcome these temptations and these sins. Guess what? When you pray for something, when you ask God for something, you think the enemy is going to leave you alone? The enemy does not want the very best for you. So what's the enemy going to do? The enemy doesn't want you to receive that which you ask God for. So the enemy will put temptation all along the way. And so what ought we to do? Should we succumb to that temptation? Should we say, you know what? This is looking good over over here. I know, God, that it's going to deviate from the plan that you have for me, but I'm going to go over there anyway. We've got to be sober. We've got to recognize when the enemy puts temptations along our way to block us from receiving the answers to our prayers. And so what ought we to do? We are to make sure that we remain vigilant, that, that we pray that God give us the strength to overcome these temptations that we will face. And those temptations we will face, trust me, on a daily basis. It doesn't give up. The enemy does not relent. The enemy doesn't say, okay, I'm going to give uh, Victoria a break today. I'm going to give mommies a break. No, the enemy will be coming at you on a constant basis. And so, therefore, you have to be vigilant. You have to be alert at all times, recognizing that in order for your prayers to be answered, you will face temptation. You will face obstacles. You, many times you will face the Prince of Persia, working on preventing you from receiving the answers to your prayers today. So what ought we to do? We learned first and foremost that just as Daniel waited, we, we also ought to wait. We learned that waiting does not mean that we do absolutely nothing, but rather waiting means that we remain focused on God through prayer and through faith, believing that He will come through for us, that we will wait patiently for Him to come through for us. We also learned that in receiving the answers to our prayers, that we need to remove the spirit of unforgiveness, even as God has forgiven us, that we ought to forgive others as well. We also learned that we need to remove hindrances, the hindrances that we ourselves form, we need to remove them out of a way, the way of the blessings that God wants to release in our lives. We need to live holy lives, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. We need to have a desire to separate ourselves from sin. The scripture tells us that the wages of sin is death. It doesn't say that the wages of sin is blessing. So if we are dabbling in sin, deliberately committing sin. We can't expect the blessings of the Lord. We are standing in our own way if we do that. And so therefore we need to come before God and we need to ask for repentance. These are the things that will bring the answers to your prayers, saints of God. And we also need to ask God for wisdom, to grant unto us the wisdom 
that we can separate ourselves from the very sins that will hinder us from receiving our blessing. And so here's what we're going to do first. Before we ask God for anything, we're elevating our prayer life today. I want to let you know, saints of God, that prayer works. It works for me. If it's working for me, it's going to work for you too. I guarantee you. And so today we're going to set ourselves in motion. We're going to set ourselves ready to receive. We're going to be asking God for things, yes. But first and foremost, we've got to make sure that we are committed to separating ourselves from sin, from the hindrances, to allowing God to, to operate for us, to release angels, to fight on our behalf today in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray with me. Lord God, I pray even right now, somebody lift up your voice and pray with me today. Lord, grant unto me a spirit of forgiveness. Go ahead, pray, 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 pray. We're removing the blockades right now. Lord God, grant unto me a spirit of wisdom that I may be able to separate myself from sin. Lord, pray. Somebody pray. Lord, I pray that I will remain holy and acceptable before you today. Lord God, I pray, oh God, that you grant unto me a spirit of holiness. Somebody pray, pray, pray. Lord, grant unto me that desire, O oh Lord, to separate myself from sin. Somebody pray, pray, pray. Lord, grant unto me the strength to overcome temptations in the mighty name of Jesus, to overcome sin in the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead, somebody pray, pray, pray. Lord, grant unto me a life that is well-pleasing to you. Somebody pray this prayer with me today. I want to be well-pleasing to you, Lord God, so that the answers to my prayers can be delivered. Grant unto me, O Lord God, that which you have promised in your word, Heavenly Father. Lord God, grant unto me a spirit of righteousness uh, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, that I might serve you faithfully today. Lord, grant these things unto me, I pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for having spoken to your children this morning, Lord. I pray, Lord, for every person within the sound of my voice. Uh, I pray, God, that even as these prayers have been lifted up to you, uh, that, Lord God, that you will come through. Somebody, go ahead. Now we're going to pray together. After the count of three, I'm going to unmute today. You have prayed this prayer with me. Now you are ready to put your request, put your petition before the Lord this morning. After the count of three, we're going to lift our voices, and we're going to pray together in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and lift up your voice with me. Pray, pray that God will come through for you. Pray, pray, if there are certain things that need to be removed, pray that it be removed. Open up your mouth. One, two, three. Lord, 
Good morning. I, Althea, declare and decree that according to Psalms 37 and 7, that as I step out into this day, I will rest in the Lord and I will wait patiently for him. I, I speak this over my daughter, Casey, and my grandson, Caleb, and everyone on this line in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're going we're gonna to rest in the Lord and we're going to wait patiently for him this morning. Go ahead, my sister Dolores. Greetings, Pastor, in Jesus' name. Um, I truly enjoyed this word. It was especially for me this morning, and I declare and decree on Psalms 37 and 7. I will rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And this is in my personal life and my professional life all around. And I declare this over my daughter, Natasha, Jaden, and Carter, and my brother, Robert. But thank you for the word this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. We want to thank God for his Holy Spirit that delivered the word today in the name of Jesus. And so we're going to rest in the Lord, Psalms 37 and 7, and we're going to wait patiently for him today. I believe, my sister Dolores, that as you rest in the Lord and you wait patiently for him, he's going to come through for you, for Natasha, Jaden Carter, for Robert, and for your siblings, or the rest of your siblings, in the mighty name of Jesus. We're going to rest oh. in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Go ahead, my brother Victor. I'm going to stand on Psalms 37, 7. I'm going to wait on the Lord and rest patiently for him. Amen. You're going to rest in the Lord and wait yes. patiently for patiently him. Patiently for him, yes. In the name of Jesus. I stand in agreement with you, my brother Victor, that even as you have committed today to rest in the Lord and to wait patiently for him, that he will come through for you, he will come through for Kathy, he will come through for every one for whom you stand in the gap today, in the mighty name of Jesus, as you rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Go ahead, my sister Renee. Praise the Lord, woman of God, this morning. Thank you for this word. I take it personally in the name of Jesus. Uh, everything you, you teach, I take it personally, but you have to walk, walk circumstantially with God. Hallelujah. But I stand on Psalms 37 and 7. I shall rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. I declare that this morning. My whole family who I stand in the gap for, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that. And I believe that this morning in Jesus' name. And I shall do that. My sister Renee, I touch and agree, hallelujah, with you. That you will rest in the Lord this morning. That you will wait patiently for him. For the prayers that have been lifted up for you, for your son, for your grandson. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will rest in the Lord and you will wait patiently for him. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Go ahead, my brother Ola. Good morning, Pastor Arbonnell and everyone on the line. I declare and decree, according to Psalm 37, 7. That I will wait patiently on the Lord. I'll be still. I wait on the Lord. And I will not fret. I speak this over my life, every aspect of my life, my family, household, and this ministry, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We receive that, Brother Ola. And I speak over your life, even right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. That as you rest in the Lord, and as you wait patiently for Him, that those things for which you have been praying concerning, hallelujah, those things that have been held up, that the Prince of Persia have been 
trying to keep from you, that they will be released in the mighty name of Jesus. As you wait on the Lord, as you rest in Him, and you wait patiently for Him this morning, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead, my sister, Alicia. Good morning, Pastor Avenel. I Good morning, Pastor Avenel. I uh, word this word today, Psalm 37 and 7, I declare and decree, as I step out this day, I will rest in God and I will wait patiently for him. I speak this word over Lester, Chassidy, Terrence and his family, Ray, Sophia and Alice, all of my brothers and sisters and their family, and this family, uh, Full Life Ministry. I pray over them in Jesus' mighty name. I will wear this word on me today. Amen. I love that. She's going to wear the word today. Hallelujah. She's going to rest yes. in the Lord, and she's going to wait patiently for him in the mighty name of Jesus. She's going to bind that word around her neck. She's going to wear it all day long. Father, I thank you for Alicia. Lord, that she has committed to rest in you and to wait patiently for you. Lord God, I pray, O oh God, that the prayers that have been lifted up for Chastity, for Alicia, Ray, Terrence, Alice, Sophia, for every single one of the family, Lord God, that, that that Alicia will learn to rest in you and to wait patiently for the results today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We're standing on Psalm 37 and 7. We're going to rest in the Lord today and wait patiently for him. We're not going to fret. Go ahead, my sister, Sisley. Good morning, Sisley. Good you morning, everyone. And yes, I was. Yes, I was. Good morning, everyone on the prayer line. I decree and declare Psalm 37.7. I will rest in the Lord and I will wait patiently on him. I speak that over my life and my family, Janelle and Bedford, that will wait patiently. And God will bless each and every one of us with salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. I stand in agreement with you, my sister, Sisley. That even as you wait on the Lord and wait patiently for him, that God will come through for you. He will come through for Bedford, for Bradford, for Janelle, in the mighty name of Jesus, for Patrick. As you wait on the Lord and wait, as you rest in him and you wait patiently for him, he will come through in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Go ahead, my sister Cheryl. Go ahead, Cheryl. Good morning, Pastor Evanel. I stand on Psalm 37 and 7, and I declare and I decree that I will rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And I declare this word over my daughter, my husband, my son, and my two grandbabies, my son-in-law, in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to rest in the Lord, and we're going to wait patiently for him this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And so I stand in agreement with you, my sister Cheryl, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him, for your children, for your husband, hallelujah, for your your loved ones, in the name of Jesus. Yes, you will rest in the Lord, and you will wait patiently for him this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to thank God for each one of you this morning, praise God. What a joy it is to know that we can rest in the Lord, and we can wait patiently for him. My sister Jason, go ahead. Good morning. I declare this morning and stand on Psalm 37, verse 7, that I will rest in the Lord and I will wait patiently for him. And I declare that for myself, my daughters, my sons-in-law, my grandchildren, my stepdaughter, my husband, my brothers, and my sisters. I declare it 
and we believe it in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I stand in agreement with you, my sister JC, that as you rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him, uh, He's going to come through for you, He's going to come through for Winston, He's going to come Amen. through for your children, in the mighty name of Jesus, He's going to come through as you rest in the Lord and you wait patiently for Him, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. My sister Rosette, go ahead. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, everyone on the prayer line this morning. I thank you, Lord, for your word today, Lord God. I thank you for fulfilled life ministry. And, Lord, I decree and I declare that I will rest in you today, Lord God. I will rest in you, Lord Jesus. I will wait patiently upon you, Lord, even as I lift up myself, my household, and everyone I stand in the gap for, Lord as I continue to walk in my purpose daily, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I speak rest over you, my sister Rosette, that you will rest in the Lord, that you will wait patiently for him. There are certain things that are being aligned for you right now, hallelujah, as you wait in the will of God for your life, in Jesus' name. You will rest in the Lord, and you will wait patiently for him today. I speak that over you, over your loved ones. For those who you stand in the gap today, that they will rest in the Lord and they will wait patiently for Him in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we are resting in you this morning, Father. We want to thank you, Lord, for quiet rest today. We want to praise you and we want to magnify you for that which you have spoken concerning us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you for quiet rest today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. We're going to rest in the Lord this morning, and we're going to wait patiently for him. Bless the name of the Lord. I thank God for you this morning as our sister Victoria blesses us uh, in song today and closes us out. I just want to thank God for every single one of you who was able to join in today. We're going to be back on um, this afternoon at at uh, 8 a.m. this morning Eastern Time, in a little bit more than, uh, uh, in about 50 minutes or so, we'll be on for the 8 a.m. session. Make sure you invite somebody to join in. And also at um, 8 p.m. Um, this evening as well, we're going to be back on as well. And then, of course, 12 noon with our sister Victoria and Mother Ferdinand at 12 noon today.